Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. The problem with supervision is it actually rewards irresponsible behavior. And it creates a negative feedback loop that adds up to, oh, about two-thirds of all small business owners complaining that they can't find good people. All of this is because the employee is acting like children and their managers are happy to treat them as such. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. Supervision and management are often used interchangeably, but I'm going to make the argument for why that couldn't be more problematic. Supervision quite literally means to oversee. In action, that typically means making sure people who already know what they're supposed to do actually do it. That's not a great use of time, though, uh, although it is sometimes occasionally necessary on the way to not having to do it. Management, on the other hand, is about developing people and helping them to evolve. It's about getting people to a place where they don't need you at all. That's our topic in this episode. But I also want to tell you about a new course beginning very soon. Have you noticed that qualities like honor, integrity, and excellence continue to wane in our society? Does it seem like customer service reps care less and less about your problems? Do employees seem to be lacking a spring in their step? The pandemic and the current political divides in the U.S., in my opinion, revealed, not created, some difficult things for us to look at. Depression, malaise, lostness, and an overall lack of meaning in our society. So I've got a new course beginning January 6, 2022. This winter quarter will feature embodied values and virtues, the path of character. We'll use the eight virtues of the samurai as a framework for the cultivation of honor, the embodiment of soul-level values, and the achievement of excellence. If you feel like you lack some direction for motivation or excellence, this course will help. If you're not, but you have employees who are in that situation, this will help them. To learn more, please go to courses.clearandopen.com and look for embodied values and virtues. We begin live on January 6th, that's Thursday, 11.15 a.m. Pacific Time. I hope to see you there. Now, on with the show. So, the original topic for this talk was going to be about um, something like what gets in the way of working on it. And I think we'll talk about that, but I'm feeling moved to sort of start in the middle, which uh, in journalism is supposed to be a good thing. Start in the middle. And I want to talk about the difference between how I define it, the difference between supervision and management. Does anybody have a sense of what the difference is between the two? They're often used interchangeably. What's the difference between supervision and management? Not everyone at once. Well, if I'm just getting you to think about it, that's fine. That's serves the purpose. Supervision comes from the Latin that means literally overseeing, right? Super is over and vision is is seeing. So if you define supervision as 
overseeing, being there, looking over one's shoulder, looking over someone's shoulder. I define supervision as making sure people who already know what they're supposed to do, do it. So I think implicit in that definition is the notion that it's not a good use of your time. It's babysitting. Supervision is babysitting. Now, if you have a new employee or you're training that employee or, you know, it's an unusual circumstance, it's a new thing they've never done before, supervision is completely warranted. It's even necessary. It's the right thing to do. But I think the problem is that we get used to that. We get comfortable with that. And then we keep doing it. Because do you like someone looking over your shoulder? Right? For the most part, we don't like that. We don't like to be babysat. And yet most of the managers that I work with are doing a significant amount of supervision. And I want to be a little bit more specific about what supervision looks like. When you follow up with an employee and remind them about something they've already agreed to do, you're supervising. When you feel the need to remind them of that thing, they already have a deadline, they already know the task, and you're checking in with them on that, we're taught, I'm not sure exactly from where, but we just assume, we're conditioned to think that that's a good use of the manager's time. Staying engaged, following up, asking questions. And on the surface, it appears that way, that you're attentive and you know, engaged and following up with the employee, checking in. And it looks like that's a responsible thing for the manager to do on the surface. But I have an alternative point of view on that. When you check in like that, you tell that employee that they don't have to hold the total responsibility for it. You tell them, I'm holding it too. We're holding it together. And when two people are responsible for one thing, no one is responsible for that thing. Responsibility cannot be shared. It's hierarchical by definition. I would offer. Make sense so far? Interrupt me with any questions. It's one of my rules in speaking is people always get to interrupt me. But otherwise, I'll just keep talking for the most part. But uh, you guys come first. I'm here for you. So when you check in, follow up, remind, you're communicating to that person, whether it's an employee or whoever, you're communicating to that person that they don't have to hold that responsibility alone. And you let them off the hook. You give them unconsciously or implicitly, you give them the feeling that they don't have to completely own that task or that project. And that is why you don't get the results that you want. You see the paradox here? It's counterintuitive. It looks as if your engagement with them about the thing, asking them, making suggestions, is actually support, but it's not. It's codependence. It's actually an expression of your own control giving you the sense that you're being helpful when actually you don't know how to manage. You know how to supervise, but at least in those moments where you do that, you don't know how to manage. 
So I've defined what supervision is. That's making sure people do what they already know how to do, which is the lowest level form of management there is. Then what's management? Management is developing people, helping them to evolve at the level of knowledge, skill, and awareness in the context of their job. You're helping them evolve. You're not managing them at the level of task, not supervising them at the level of task, keeping them on track. Because if you have to keep them on track, it means two things. It means they're acting like a child, and it means you're treating them like a child. That's the problem. The problem with supervision is it actually rewards irresponsible behavior, and it creates a negative feedback loop that adds up to, oh, about two-thirds of all small business owners complaining that they can't find good people or that their people don't follow through or they can't trust their people or they have quality problems or their people make too many mistakes. All of this is because the employee is acting like children and their managers are happy to treat them as such. Rather than saying, and I invented a term, uh, that connect here. Meta-supervision. Meta-supervision is when you are supervising an employee and you show them that you're supervising them with the intention of not having to do that anymore. So say a deadline passes, for example, and you say, hey, John, that report you were going to get to me was due yesterday. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I'm sorry. I got really busy. Now, in that moment, what would you do? What most people would do is say, okay, yeah, no problem. Just get it to me by the end of tomorrow. That's what most people would do. It avoids a confrontation. It avoids discomfort for both people. But it rewards the behavior that was exhibited. Because in that moment, they acted like a child and they dropped a ball. I'm holding that an actual adult, not a chronological adult, is capable of keeping their word and doing what they said they're going to do by when they said they would do it. Most adults can't actually do that, most chronological adults. But I'm defining an adult adult as someone who can do that. So in a moment where that happens, meta-supervision would be to say, I noticed you just said, thanks for reminding me. Are you someone who wants to be reminded of things? Is that your picture of yourself, that you're not able to hold your responsibilities and so you need reminders? Is that who you want to be? Now, that's intentionally a question that would elicit a no response. They're going to go, uh, no, no, I, I don't want that. Okay, good. So let's take a moment and tell me, how is it you dropped this ball? What exactly happened? Well, I just got really busy and, you know, I I guess I just forgot. Okay, go more granular than that. What exactly happened? Did you write this down? Do you have a to-do list? Was it in your calendar? What's the system that you have to hold responsibilities so that I never have to remind you? What would that look like? Because that's where we need to get to. Because you don't want me looking over your shoulder and babysitting you. And I don't want to do it either. So for you to really own and thrive in this job, 
I want to get you to a place where you don't need me as much as that is possible. And when you don't need me in that job, well, then maybe you're qualified to have my job then. And I don't know if you can have it, but it sure would be nice to have the ability. What do you say? And then, you know, whether you continue to work here for the rest of your life, which we all know is unlikely, but you'll take these skills and this awareness to the next job where you'll completely own your position there too and be rewarded for it. That's meta supervision. It's naming that supervision is happening and stating that it's not okay. When and if you don't do that, do you see how you've rewarded the behavior? You've told them they can drop balls and you'll be, be there to catch them. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.